Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's your main man, Rico Rocks, coming at you live. Let me turn this fan off here. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Here we are again. Social Suicide Episode 8. What's up? Welcome. I highly debated on whether I was going to do this episode tonight. For I am in the shits. I'm all about the shits. And then as soon as I started recording, it's like instantly sober. No, I'm just kidding. It's coming back. So I'm going to just finish this quick sip of whiskey. One moment, please. Okay, everyone. Thank you for your patience. This is Rico Rocks. Episode 8. My mind is in a tore up place right now. So I figured I was pleading with myself, hey man, don't do it. Just don't, just put it off. Wait until you, you crash and burn tonight, which who knows, I, I, that's never a promise. And then come back with episode eight next time. Come fresh headed. Then I was like, nah, fuck that. So here we are. Episode 8 is going down. Episode 8, I'm feeling so great, but I fucking hate it. And when I say it, I mean all of it. See, that's just, that's just kind of, that's just kind of a leading example, but I'm not going to be a big Debbie Downer this whole episode or nothing. But let's talk about it for a second, man. So, drugs booze I've been squandering away my well I see I'm just being harsh just to add some sting to it but I've been using the last couple months as like a mental expiration and I'm at about the end of my wits now I've been doing what I've been doing and I feel it coming I feel it coming to an end I do and it's, it's bittersweet. It's one of those things. It's one of those. Why would some people take it to the grave with them? This the habits. And I guess that's when you get the, the drug took them or whatever. Like you always see them quotes on the internet and everything, and they're like. I've seen drugs ruin the most beautiful souls. And I, I sat there and I thought about that. I was like, am I being, am I ruined? Am I on I'm, I'm my way to it? And I, I, in my assessment on Rico Rocks looking in the mirror, without some kind of trajectory altering step, I think I might be ruined. Now, that it leaves me in a very interesting place for taking yourself out of the habit is as easy as just saying I am free now. I believe that as well. As as free as can be, I can I'm not a, a self doubter. I believe that if I declare riddance of habit, riddance of this old decision and thought process, 
new decision and thought process is welcomed, open arms, very open arms. So that I'm not too worried about. I know I am trained, willing to stop the habits in which I've clung to for perspective training recently. And the nice thing about the nice thing about that is that part is over. I don't. I for very little bit of time had a small little voice come in. Well, what if you can't stop? And that voice did not make it very far for the simple fact I've done. I've brainwashed myself so for so long that I am my own power. So at the end of the day, any decision is truly mine to the Rico Rocks structure. So then here lies the new challenge, which is being that guy. I've watched my body deteriorate for the last few months. And my mind just hasn't deteriorated, it seems, at all. But at the same time, I could see the effects. And this is where I could train extra regenerative, regenerative ability. But at the same time, I've looked at everything, my current mind, my current mental mentality. It's, it's very personal, but these chemical substances, I, I, I can't even remember the last, I mean, I can actually remember the last time I was sober. I mean, just going a day without some kind of outside chemical, it's in at least three months without a single day. And in that three months, I've gained a whole new burning desire to accomplish new things and push myself even further. And I've passed bridges in my mind of pain and that I've knew I could handle, but Oh man, it was way better than I expected. That sting. Mm -mm -mm. And here I lay, here I lay. So then you got chemical substance abuse. Then let's, we go into the alcohol, which it's like I do a daily dance. Not to mention the THC. Completely sedated at all times. Until it starts to beat you up. Because I get it at first initially. You don't blame a man for wanting the sedation. After going through war. After going through. Random hell. But at what point. Does a man's sedation. Become the same rope that he used for a rope swing. Be the same rope that he tied himself up a noose with. And does the man even notice? And in this case, I did. And like I already had mentioned, the decision part is easy. The change will be made. 
the problem I run into is is that decision worth making? Now I could see what you're thinking or feel what you're thinking or maybe understand what you're thinking. Well, it's like, well, that's just a roundabout way of saying that you don't have the decision made. And that may be. That may truly be. But it's it's important moving forward. And I know this is more of just me venting. It's not really probably an enjoyable podcast episode of I'm not giving entertainment value, I guess. But my mind is racing and it's been racing. So perhaps letting my dedicated lovely Rico Roxians in a little bit. And hopefully, a small part of me has this hope that I'll in the near future be listening to this. And it all worked itself out. In a way. Because I'm very confident in my ability to create decision and habit. But what I'm not comfortable with is who I've seen myself be recently. That guy, this kid, Rico Rax. Fucker's got something going on. Now, I'm I'm being open about it to you. Whoever, maybe, maybe no one is listening to this in the world, and maybe it's a good idea. But, it's one thing to decide like, I've decided that very soon I'm going to completely make a halt on my ha- on certain habits. But that doesn't do much for so much other shit. And I'm an optimist. But even then, this one's interesting. This, this case subject, myself, Rico Rocks. And I had a whole flood of emotions ranging before I started this. And I, as that always seems to happen, I was drawing blanks because, damn, where does one even start? My mind was thinking about stuff, about just the level, the toll it's been taking. And I feel pretty good. I feel pretty great. But then I was, I've been drinking and stuff too. And then I started getting heated and I was like, I'm going to get up on here and I'm going to be just rapping and doing all that. But as soon as I pulled out the device, that desire for showmanship and to put on a show for anybody went away. Instead, it was replaced by a comforting, almost therapeutic feeling of being with someone. Now, that may be late stages of solitation-induced psychosis, but at the same time, if venting to a damn 
podcast episode can make that big a difference. I'm actually pretty damn excited about my choice because, yes, it seems like sometimes there's the weight of the world on your shoulders. You feel like Atlas carrying the world just because you seen the things you've seen you bear the weight you bear and you do it with a smile and you do it with optimism for the simple fact you've seen crazier things unfold you've seen the most treacherous of situations whimsically unfold into the most precious through no control of your own perhaps maybe through all the control perhaps all the control of your own And in my case, being that of the case I just stated, I keep a chipper. I keep an optimistic, self-worshipping narrative. Although the odds are definitely stacked. Because it is true that I have seen the most horrendous thought processes come full circle. And it's always awesome to see. It's always awesome to live. And one thing I'm not going to do is tell myself I can't do anything and that I'm stuck. I just know I have a big road ahead of me. But as stated initially, the decision process part is the easy part. That is where I feel like a lot of people end up struggling because they they can't choose to free themselves. And I can and I will. And I'm excited to, and it's a nervous excitement because I got to see transparently what would I Rico rocks am like if I just let the beast run wild a bit. And I love you, kid, but I don't even know what to do with you. As I look into a mirror. And like I said, I was heated as hell when I was picked up the device to start episode number eight. And I feel so much more relaxed. I don't know if that's because I feel like I'm being watched, so now I'm not being my genuine self. Or if it's because what I like to believe is maybe I feel just the fact I am talking it out. And maybe there's a small chance that someone hears it that I'm not necessarily... It gives it an audience feel. So I appreciate podcasts for that. It's a simulated audience feeling. I've been releasing, dropping track after track after track on SoundCloud lately. And then this is episode number eight, clearly, of the Social Suicide Podcast by your main nigga, Rico Rocks. And... It's leaving something. It's leaving a legacy. And I want to step it up a bit to to mold another, like, the video is what I want to do. I want to do video content as well. So it's like I got the music content plastered out on Rico Rocks on SoundCloud is where I'm dropping everything first. And then it'll hit multiple platforms from there. But if you can't find me anywhere, SoundCloud, I'm dropping. I just dropped, like, seven tracks this last week, one a day, basically. And they're really amazing. I just press play on my own tracks and just let it run down the list. And it's a journey. 
So welcome y'all to just go ahead and jump on over on SoundCloud. Rico R O X X. It's really going down over there. And there's songs that I lost and that I'll never hear again. That I may not ever be able to re re, re-, re- to duplicate. But I could do even better. And I know that. See, I started getting into this running at a time mentality because I'm just so free. I'm, I'm aloof with my consequential processes. It's true. And even when right before I started this and I started feeling pretty, there's multiple emotions starting to build up. Ache and pain wasn't one of them. My eyes are getting a little sore from just constant strain, but that seems to be the the only. And then even that, I've kind of made feel better just here a couple moments ago. So this is where I'm getting so conflicted because I have that natural high octane capability where I can seemingly inject multitudes of outside foreign chemical fairness to the psychology of myself dual versus non-dual you've seen non-dual but then it's frustrating for example if I financially or almost morally consequently through conscious and it's frustrating because it's off winning games when you got all the money to feed your habits and no one there to stop you until you question yourself and there it goes the whole the whole London Bridge comes falling down and it's interesting and it's not a it's not a point of despair. It's not a point of because that is almost a prize. The end of nothing. Is. But it fluctuates. It fluctuates from acceptance to detest of the end. It goes from I hope any day I go to man, I I would love to stick around for my nieces and nephews. And it's this conflicting part is on episode eight Rico Rocks conflicted number eight and it's almost it's kind of funny it's it's an infinite loop if you I was just talking to someone about that actually yesterday some guy around here he was wearing a shirt with the number 18 and I said is that a special number to you 18 he said I like the number eight it's like an infinity sign and I was like oh it's a, definitely can't deny its properties but it's, I'm not a huge fan and even then I'm still not to this situation I bear with of this infinite loop of fuckery that I induce on myself. I'm definitely proud and respectable in the processes, but I'm not a fan of that infinite loop. I like the burst theory. Chaos theory. Who knows where it starts, who knows where it ends. Being stuck in a loop. Although pure. It's too certain. It's almost like, I guess, infinity, right? That's why immortality 
it's I shoot for a mortality, which is I, I always had to, I used to explain everyone is like, oh, I'm an, I'm an, I'm actually gonna be an immortal, but that's there's two types I used to describe, which is the type that is inkillable, which is not what I'm going for. Now and there's like the vampirical sense of non-aging yet completely killable. And that is realistically where I shoot. I, I break time construct. Completely could still take a knife to throw it, slice, get shot, boom, boom, all that good stuff. Could still choose to be, to, there's always going to be a way out. I don't see how someone can positively claim immortality, which is infinite, never ending. That would have, they would live past the atoms at that point which is a little more scientific in which I guess that realm of thinking doesn't need it. But even then, I feel amortal, which is brain versus the I mortal. Just for you little nerds out there who want to be technical, is amortal. And that's just the time construct. And I feel like even if right now I am an amortal, which means age process completely nullified yet destructive forces still apply and that's where I sit that's where I torment myself is is I push it as far as I can humanly consider like and then when I still don't face the demise I and I start having revelations of hope for a new it's just is is that it's new but in an episode that I could declare that thanks to this being here, me talking this out loud, I feel like I'm more ready than I've ever been to take that them reins of Rico Rocks, take the reins of Rico Rocks into my hands. Because I was like just unletting, kind of letting the cage, beast out of the cage and seeing the power flow. Uh, it's it's so conflicting, folks, because there's, I don't even think there's going to be a problem as far as, like, my emotional state goes, but I don't see it. I have a bit of a nihilistic aspect to myself. Part of me wants to just set sail into the sunset. So thank you for listening on that topic. I'm going to move next into the story. Finish this one out. I was just thinking of one not too long ago. So what the hell was that story I was thinking about earlier? I think it had something to do with my sister. Damn. I'm trying to think. Uh, this happens almost every time. I come to tell you guys a story, and then it's just like blankety blank 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 blank. Ugh. So, how are we gonna do this? All right, we'll do Texas stories with Cannon. What up? I want to give a shout out to my boy Cannon from East Texas. He's in Jacksonville country, out in the country in Jacksonville, Texas, which is the nearest big city is Tyler. And the nearest big city from that is 
Dallas for Fort Worth. Give the cannon that guy. Oh man. Alright, I'll tell the So we had multiple stories and that guy's my dude. It was some guy I was a door to door salesman. That's where I became door to door salesman for the first time. And I was living in Bullard, Texas, which is right outside of Tyler, Texas. Answer to Craigslist dad just for because I drove there without much money and I was like, Well, I'm gonna need to get myself I was in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Stopped in Texas. I was like, oh, I'm going to stay, get a couple gigs. Ended up finding door-to-door sales, Kirby Company. Did it for a year, 12 months of my life. Door-to-door, 100% commission sales. Well, I met this boy, Cannon. My, my age group, I'd say we're about roughly the same age. Country-ass white boy driving a red Honda stick shift. At this point, I was 21. I didn't know how to drive a stick. He let me use his car to learn how to drive a stick. Appreciate that. Because that's one of those things where people, no one wants to let you use their car to drive a stick. So it was really awesome. But in true Texan fashion, the final test was putting me at the bottom of a giant hill. And it's like, okay, if you can get up this hill, then you're good. I think it took me like on oh, second try. The first try was no good. So, just a quick, beautiful story of embarrassment for myself. I, so, one night it was me. Me and Cannon lived together. We were roommates. We ended up meeting at this sales job, and then became befriended. Like, hey, I I needed a place more solid. And he had the vehicle. I moved in his spot, and. The party got started, man. We instantly from night one, we were pimping hoes. But, well, this one night in particular, it was me, Cannon, and his, our third wheel, our third musketeer, Casey. Some guy named Casey. Real cool guy. And two girls came over. So it's the three guys and two girls. And we're playing some beer pong in the dining room. Everything's going boom, boom, boom. Beer pong popping. Well... Everyone was solely drinking beer and smoking herb. For some reason, I poured myself a about two cups worth of a glass full of vodka. So everyone was smoking, drinking, feeling good. Everyone was feeling wonderful. I was feeling wonderful, but then boom, I had this glass full of vodka just for just cause just in case it did the beer didn't do enough and oh my goodness. So Right when it's pretty much everyone's finished playing beer pong, we're out of beer, and then I've finished the beer and then finished the vodka. I'm pretty fucking wasted compared to everyone else. Everyone else is okay. But I just had that this next level apart from everyone just for that decision of just adding that glass full for no good reason. So then Canyon was like, all right, well, we're going to head into town, everyone, and you could just wait here, Rico, and we'll be back. And I was like, Fuck no, my drunk ass. I was like, I'm coming with. And they're like, well, literally, the car will be full if you come. We just had, we're leaving with just one empty seat. So that way we could bring one person back and we'll be back. And then I run outside and go sit in the passenger seat of my buddy's car. So now we're sitting, it's me in the passenger seat, him in the driver's seat. And the two girls and my third homie in the bag and he's like dude get the fuck out and I'm like nope he's like get out nope get out nope get out nope it just became that like nope and 
just because I was like, dude, I don't want to be the only guy sitting here stuck by myself. And I was just being difficult, to be honest. But at the same time, not disrespectful, but very difficult, which is slightly disrespectful. And all of a sudden, yep, Cannon made the big, bold move. He's like, well, I'm going to get you out and gets out the car. And I was like, okay, that's the level we're going to be. So boom, boom, boom. He comes around the car. I open the door and I try tackling him. He has me on the ground, shoulder, his knees on my shoulders. So him completely mounted on me and he could just rain down fist on my face. And in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, if he just starts just throwing fist down, my face is going to be obliterated. I was like, please God, no. But outside, I was like acting cocky because I was trying to reverse psychology. Well, like, go ahead, do it. I dare it. I can dare it. And luckily, he didn't, be, even though I was doing that. And he's like, I go do that. And I was like, thank God. So I instantly, so he got showed me mercy. I was like, all right, y'all, I'll see y'all later. You got me on that one. So I go inside and I'm like, all right, well, now I got the house by myself. It's a beautiful time to masturbate. Oh, yeah. So then, so it turns out, next thing you know, blah. So, right, if you're hanging with the story, I, I go and take a shower. I'm not going to go do my thing in the shower, rub one out. Next thing you know, it's like go from going outside to walking in. I boom. Next thing you know, it's morning time. I wake up in my bed. I'm like, whoa, hell yeah, another beautiful night. Now the last thing I really remember was the whole cannon thing on the outside. So I figured, uh, you know, I came in, probably passed out. Little did I remember, but unbeknownst to me, is I actually had more memories. I just haven't called upon them at this point. So I get up. I have a good time. I'm like, I go in the room. They're playing some Madden. I'm like, what up? Good morning, guys, to the two homies. And they're like, oh, what's up? And still, I did not know about the whole, I decided to go masturbate thing. So apparently what happened was, Ken was like, what was the last thing you remember? Because I was just acting like nothing. Like it was just another normal night. And I was acting so normal and completely fine. And then all of a sudden, they were like, had this cheesy smile on their face. And I was like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, what's the last thing you remember? I was like, well, you know, like, you guys left. And that's pretty much it. And I woke up. They're like, no, 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 no. You don't remember, do you? And I was like, what? And they're like, okay. So we left. And when we came back, you were in the bathroom and we heard the shower running. And so we figured you were in there taking a shower. And it's like, but then you took a long time. And the girls, some of the girls had to use the bathroom. So we ended up opening the door. And you were passed out. Just right on the floor next to the toilet, naked, dick in hand, with the phone out, and just passed out. And I was like, and as he said, the, saying this to me, the memories are all shooting back. Like, wait a second, that is right. The last thing I do remember is being in the bath, and I was going to take a shower. What the f-? And all of a sudden, I was like, how did I get to the bedroom? He's like, I put your... I took you. He's like, after the, everyone was having a good laugh at your expense, put your arm over my shoulder, drug you to the bed. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, thank you. And that's hilarious. There's a group of people who got to see me and naked pass on the floor, completely vulnerable, sloshed. And at the time, the very next day, I felt a little slightly like minimal embarrassment. And now it's hilarious. So that's a good one. That's old Texas embarrassment 
just, oh man. And that goes back to the just going over hard with it, just for no reason, drinking stupid. Had to be the one guy with the vodka. So I've been dropping hella music. I'm gonna start recording. I'm not gonna end this too quick. I got another 15 in me because I'm just sticking to that. I'm gonna stick to the quality of output of duration. So if you're still with me on episode eight, get ready for round three. We're getting into phase three of episode eight. So the conflict, the conflict. Change, change, change. Oh, it's just so messed up because it's people have built this idea of like that chemical imbalance or like that dependency aspect. And that I'm genuinely curious on to see how that affects. But at the same time, I truly am not worried there because I know the Rico Rocks wheel is iron and solid. It's unpenetrable. What gets to me is that I guess this is just the time between now and then, and you're thinking, oh, when is, why not do it now? Now is a better time than ever. Well, you know how that goes. It's always the last egg, the last egg. Oh, that's going to be the last egg. Is it ever? Is it ever truly? Well, I guess that's, I guess that's where some of the frustration lies. Because it was the last sack fucking five sacks ago. Uh, I'm being a bit discreet, but I've been delaying the process. So it's just attitude, and it's, it's, I guess it's, it's not even a pity party, it's just, it's time to do the things, and I know what's up. It just comes with a range of emotion, because it's like saying goodbye to a best friend. That's what it feels like. And I know I'm more than likely that once I, I unfold, once I start down the path, it won't be like that. But something is just a little off, and it's okay. It's my mind is in flux. So it's, I had a bunch of little topics I was all heated about, and as soon as I started recording, they all fled. But it's another beautiful day. Episode 8. I'm right directly after this. I'm going to go outside. And I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss just getting wasted as I fucking can. Every day. And I feel so weak to say that. At the same time. But at the same time, I fucking feel like it's so true that I really do... I fucking love the fucking lifestyle. But I don't think it's serving me anymore. And it's starting to leave a bad taste in my tongue. I don't do that. For too long. So I know it's coming to an end. I just hope I don't go into fucking saying when that happens because... And I would have been better off just not never fucking stopping the process. 
but that's it's hard hard one I'm doing really positive other than that I'm really excited about the song it's dropping and hope everyone's been enjoying it and stuff I am pretty close to 40 here I think I'm gonna just have to let this one go because I'm feeling pretty emotional but I got four more minutes I could run 40 y'all and I'm in emotional, and it's a good sense because I guess it's better than I feel nothing. But I've got an interesting gauge on the emotions I do bear or not bear in the last trial. Most, most was how I expected, except for a couple things. A couple of places in my mentality where, and that we'll touch upon because I'm not gonna come like that. And bring it all just say I'm completely fucked and nah, I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna come with some some logic and shit with it when I just present it because challenges folks don't be afraid of the challenges I get excited I do it's, it's fucked up I think that's where it's like I, I get a I mean I got a mixed range of emotions that go from joy to rage to confusion to all in this new what the news could be so it's like I think any more hesitation is just gonna be the, the the maddening factor and I think that's even that's why it's like I feel like it's so close to this new era. Very close folks. So that's positive. It's Rico Rocks. Having a great time, man. I'm gonna miss this shit. I'm gonna really do. Cause we fucking High, the highest in the room by far we fly and I don't even feel like I'm cutting my wings I think that that's a that's a battle I think where most people start so they feel like they're getting their wings clipped and I think that's any small implication of that and I do f can see where that makes someone just completely go crazy because that would not be worth it so if you're thinking new better self new challenging selves is clipping wings it's just weighing the wings down and learning how to fly with bigger ways how I look at it it's like you get stronger no no but don't let anyone ever clip your wings that's that's a no go that's a no fly zone we too fly for that even even if they clip our wings and phew, still got it. with that being said folks that's episode number eight and I appreciate your face. And everything's great. And I would please, please, please ask you if you could tell your mom to stop throwing pebbles at my window at night. And thank you for being a, who you are. And my cactus is doing really good. And apart from the complete lack of self-control at all in any substances in the last few months, I feel so much better now that I got to talk to at least you guys about it. This has been Rico Rocks. I'm going to say it one more time, and I've said it a million times. Free your mind. Free your motherfucking mind. Free your mind.
Rico Rocks, baby.